Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone and you can live. Welcome back to another episode of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, episode 24. So next time we record will be our 25th, our I guess quarter century episode, whatever you want to call it, which is pretty crazy to think about. Big uh, marks. But we are coming back. We've given you a lot of gambling lines since we last talked. We gave you some on Thursday for Valentine's Day. We gave you some over the weekend, and we gave you our Tuesday parlay. So Travis is going to give you an updated um, record of our gambling records, how we did since we've last talked on Valentine's Day, on Saturday, and then again for our Tuesday parlay. So Travis, all you kind of take it away on that one since you keep track of all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day, hopefully you guys stayed in and watched some sports and bet because we killed it. We went six and one, technically five and one, but we both picked the blues. Anytime we have a double pick, we're gonna count that as two wins and two losses because you need to double down on that. For sure. So we went six and one. Or five and one, my bad, on Valentine's Day. Our picks on Saturday were not that good. Jarrett called Jason Tatum winning the skills competition. Um, Which doesn't then, count towards my record. but It doesn't still, count towards record, but like still, Plus 650 was still a good call. Yeah. We went three and five on the rest of the night. Not too wonderful. Um, and then on our Tuesday parlay, we also went three and five again. But we had another double down in Florida State. Um, covering at Clemson, so if you Can we get some fucking goaltending in some of these hockey games, like dude, these hockey games have been an outrageous amount of offense and zero defense. Like I was when when we first started talking about like gambling, I was like, you know, I'm gonna start doing some hockey. And I did, I was doing pretty good, and not good, now I've been on a little bit of a downtick. But what is our overall records in 2019, Travis? Our overall records. Jared is 17 and 17. Woo! And 21, 22, and 1. So we are 38, 39, and 1. We are one game under 500. Listen, guys, we are by no means betting experts. We're, we don't sell our picks like some accounts do. We give you our knowledge. Who the fuck does that? Who the fuck does that? There's a lot of uh, accounts on Twitter and on social media that sell their picks, and you subscribe, and you pay monthly fees for their picks. And they probably do really well, but we don't do that. We give you our knowledge and our opinion. Lines that we would bet on personally and that we do bet on personally. So, if you yeah, agree, I laid down a I laid down a parlay on all of my picks. I, I for our Tuesday parlay, I did do a small parlay on all of our picks on Tuesday night, and uh, obviously, I didn't win. I think I actually went on four. No, I went I went, I went, I went one, one and three. three. Yeah, I went two and two. But I mean, it's just shit like that. If you, they're not really meant to be parlayed, but it, they don't have to be. We kind of just pick our four favorite games but definitely the ones that we both have the same pick i would i would pick because i'm pretty sure our record 
when that happens is very good. Yeah, for sure. So that is our update on the gambling. Like Travis said, we want to be around a 600 winning percentage by the time. I definitely oh. think – Football season rolls around, so we're going to have to pick it up. You know, but there's a lot of stuff coming up. March Madness, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, uh, baseball even starts, which I'm sure that's super easy to bet on when it rolls around. I've never really done it before, but um, – yeah, I've never been a huge baseball guy, but it can't be too tough. I never thought I'd be a big hockey gambling guy, but, you know, I'm sorry. Like, whenever we start doing these, these Tuesday parlays, I'm starting to – feel myself gravitating more towards these hockey lines and these basketball lines. Um, but anyway, I don't know if you saw, Travis did also tweet out. Travis, you only put it on Twitter so far, I think. Um, yeah, I put it on Twitter and pinned it to our profile, our T-shirt order forms. Yes, so I made a Google order form for our T-shirts. Um, all the info you can find is in there. We are going to keep the link open for about a week for you guys to submit them. Once that, once we, for after a week, we will look at all the answers, see how many orders we have, and then make a bulk order for ourselves. Um, probably charge you the Venmo when we do that, and everything's through Venmo, like I just said. And then we'll make the order. We'll get those shirts in three to five days after we make the order. Then we'll ship them directly to you. Um, I'm sure Travis will be plugging out over the next couple of days on more than just the Twitter page. But be on the lookout for that. I think when I checked already, we only we had one person that wanted a shirt. They are $17, $15 for the shirts, $2 for shipping. Um, if, you're, if you're in the St. Louis area and you, <clears throat> you know us and you, you, know, you want to pick it up and you're not too urgent to get it, we can waive that $2 shipping fee. But yep. uh, anyone outside of St. Louis, it's and only two bucks for shipping, which is a good deal. We felt anything under $20 is a reasonable price. So whatever you want to do to help us out is, is cool. Yeah, because any profit we do make on these shirts are going to go directly back into the podcast. You know, we do pay a monthly subscription for SoundCloud, uh, which is currently coming out of our pockets. We paid for these mics out of our pockets. So anything we can get, we're going to put back into the podcast. But with that being said, this intro has gone on a little bit too long. We're going to roll into our trending topic segment. We got some baseball talk. We got some hockey talk. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars coming up this Sunday, even though we know Jack Diddley dick about it. Um, so roll, roll the clip. All right, the trending topic segment. We got a couple, like I said, we got a couple things, um, two big things really to talk about. The first one being a little bit of Major League Baseball talk, which we will do a full-blown MLB season preview in the coming weeks before it starts. But it just dropped literally on Tuesday that Manny Machado signed a 10-year, $300 million deal with the San Diego Padres. That is what the rumors have been. Um, So the dominoes are starting to fall. We've had a lot of unsigned free agents in Major League Baseball um, not signing deals for a variety of reasons. So we just want to talk about this for a minute. Um, The first topic that – the first really kind of point I want to bring up about the Manny, Manny Machado deal is how does this affect the rest of the unsigned free agents that we have <clears throat> left? I definitely think that it creates a problem for teams to overpay heavily for the for everyone else that there is. I'm, this is becoming a problem in all of sports. Baseball, I feel like, is one of the main ones where these players just get in ridiculous contracts, and it's nobody, no player is worth that kind of money. We'll see. I agree, but what I do like about this contract is that there is a there is an opt out after the fifth year. So for the Padres, 
No, it's a it's a player opt out. So I mean, it really doesn't benefit the team at all unless unless Man Machado, because at the end of in 2024, he will be at the end of the 2020, 2024 season. First of all, Man Machado is 26 right now. He turns 27 yep. in July. So his opt out after after five years before the 20 in 2024, he will be 32 at the end of that season. So, but why would he want to opt out? Because he's not going to get that money anywhere else at 32. But if he's still playing decent baseball at 32, he could opt out and go somewhere else and get like a good like three year deal, like a really really lucrative three year deal. But then again, like you said, if he's not playing, if he's maybe once he gets 30, he starts going on a downturn. Then he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to stay and milk this contract for the next five years and then retire. At, at 32, I am not giving a – because I'm sure this contract is front-end loaded. The beginning. Yeah, like I said, there's not, there's not, not a, lot a lot of terms out, but I'm sure yeah. it's front-end loaded. So I'm sure towards the back he's probably making $20 million a year, which if he opts out would be stupid because at 32, no team is giving you $20 million a year. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, dumb. Yeah, there's, there, we'll, we'll talk about more and more about it whenever more details become available. But um, we do know that it's a 10 year, $300 million deal. The exact specifics on signing bonuses and all that shit have been, whether it's front end or back end loaded have yet to have been revealed. But my, I mean, personally, I don't want my team to sign one of these players for this much, this amount of money. I think that's ridiculous. Unless you are a good team, contending team already, then no. Yeah, but you, if you, even if you're a good contending team, you can't spend that money and continue to be a good contending team because then you have no money to spend elsewhere. I mean, yeah, you're good for like that year. Maybe you literally well. have to be a team like the Padres who don't really have any marketable stars right now. And Which that kind of goes into the next question. Yeah. Can they be good in a few years? I think so. If you look at their farm system, they have they have a pretty good farm system. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be a monster. Uh, I didn't even know he was playing baseball. Yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be a monster. If you look at their farm system, literally San Diego is set up perfect for signing a guy like Machado because there's no pressure to win right now. They can, I, be, good. They be, they can be good in a couple of years. The NL West isn't that strong. You know, really the, the Dodgers will fade. The Rockies are going to fade. And then really after that, all you have is the Giants to compete with. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I just I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. I think that they're I mean they're one of the worst teams in baseball. They went sixty six and ninety six last year. Their pitching is twenty first in the ERA, twenty third in batting average against. Their batting was twenty eighth in batting average in RBIs. They're in the bottom three in just about every major category. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like they're not gonna win. In the next two years, they're gonna okay. Well, you're gonna start to win when Machado's passing thirty. I don't think so. I think when when Machado's going into whatever season it is when he turns twenty nine, I think it is twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I think that there'll be a team to watch out for. I think if you can keep him there, well, obviously you're gonna keep him there because you have him under contract. But if you're if your farm system can accelerate and start producing younger stars who don't really necessarily feel because I think that's a, that's the thing with these teams is you're trying to produce these young stars and someone has to step up. Now all these guys see, Hey, I don't have to be that guy. Machado's that guy. I just have to do my role, like almost like, or do my job kind of like a Patriots type system. And I just think it helps out a lot. I think it also gives a role model for 
these younger players as well. Um, so I think not good now, but good in a few years for sure. I mean, if I'm, if you're the Padres, there's not really a whole lot you can be excited about coming off a 66 and 96 year. But I mean, signing him is big and I just, I don't know. I don't really see it panning out for him. I mean, I'm sure he'll do good there and he'll lead them to an extra six or so wins a year. His award was 2.8 last year. Yeah. Well, and he's had the last couple, two to three years, some serious injury problems. So, I mean, if that comes back, the Padres are fucked as far as going into the future because you they went all in on Machado and that's it. Yeah, you. I mean, you really don't have money unless, unless, like you said, once we get to to get the specifics about this deal, we find out that it's back end loaded and they don't have to spend as much money up front, and they could maybe add a couple more stars next year in free agency. Um, you know, who knows? But if it's if it's not a if it's not a back end loaded contract and it's more front loaded, uh, then you're kind of stuck with with your farm system. If those guys don't pan out, which they don't always do, then you're kind of stuck and you wasted Machado's prime years. We'll see. Um, I think they can be good. It's just, it's, it's more of a long-term play than, than immediate where a lot of everyone's like, you know, Machado's going to go to the Yankees. He's going to go to the Cardinals, whatever, a team that can win right now. And I, I mean, obviously he didn't. So, I mean, it's good for the game. With that being said though, kind of, you still have Bryce Harper on the table. Um, who's, who's, who's yet, you, who's yet to sign a deal actually rumored that he's turned down mm-hmm. multiple $300 million offers. So, which is crazy to me to think about, like why yeah, you would turn down three million dollars. Exactly I don't think I don't think he's going to get the money that Machado's that Machado got. Oh, he definitely will. I think he is getting any. He's going to probably nine or ten year deal for over three twenty is what I'm thinking. But you 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 look at their stats. I mean, Machado last year two ninety seven, hundred eighty eight, hundred eighty eight hits, thirty seven dong shots, hundred seven RBIs. 367 OBP and a 2.8 war. Harper, 249, 137 hits, 34 dong shots, 100 RBIs, 393 OBP, so a little bit better OBP, and a 1.3 war. So, you know, they're pretty much similar across the board. He's got about 40, 50 less hits, and his batting average was about 50 points less than Machado's. Yeah, but I feel I think Harper's – Bryce Harper's year last year is less than ideal. His previous years, he's been a monster. But which is weird though, because in a contract year, it's statistically been proven that in contract years, players perform better. So why did he, if he knew he was going to be playing for a big contract, why did he not perform up to, up to snuff? There were, and, I feel like there were a lot of tension. There was a lot of tension in that locker room last year with the, yeah. But could it be a sign that he's trending downward, or do you think 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 it's just an anomaly? I mean, I don't think he's trending downward. I definitely don't think he's going to be as great as he was in previous years. He's going to be good, but I don't think that he's his best years are to come. Yeah, I mean, Maybe apparently, apparently he's a liability in the field because uh, he's got a negative defensive WAR. Um, really? Yes, he or he had one last year. Last year's defensive war was minus 3.2. That ain't good. Yeah, his offensive war was a 4-2, but his his defensive war was a negative 3.2. And really, I mean, you look over his career, there's only been two years where he's had 
a positive defensive war, and that was in 2015 at a .4. In his rookie year, he had a 1.5. And then last 2017, he had a a zero. But, I mean, you look at offensive wars, and you look at, like, 2015, we had a 9.1. Jesus, see. Yeah. I mean, you're hiring Bryce Harper for his bat, absolutely. Yes. What he brings to the table on offense, but – to spend, you know, over $300 million on him is absolutely absurd. Um, but, I mean, where do you see, where do we see him going? I know the rumors, the heavy favorite is Philly right now, but I, I don't know I don't why the hell you would want to go from D.C. to Philly. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's like uh, the White Sox or San Francisco. I have San Francisco. Yep. I mean, for me, all it's those very, – Very similar situation like the Padres. One, all those teams are not good. They're not going to, you know, win, go to the playoffs or win the World Series anytime within the next year. And so it's more of like, where do you want to live? Yeah. San Francisco, Chicago, or Philly. Yeah. Any contender is not going to bring you in this late in the game whenever people have already, already reported for spring training. Yeah. Um, like you, Sam Fran, I think. Especially with McCovey Cove, imagine him just hitting fucking just dick shots into fucking McCovey Cove, being that, being that that that, that left-handed hitter, dude. He would just fucking rake there, just like Barry Bonds did for all those years. So, the interesting stat I'm looking at right now is Bryce Harper walked 130 times last year. Damn, career high. So He's so fast. Imagine just you hit a gapper at San Fran. It's a triple or entire yeah. run. Yeah, especially right there in. Uh, in right center. In right center, yeah, where that where that Recovery Cove kind of juts out to like it's like four hundred something fucking feet right there in, in right center. It's yeah. pretty wild. Um stolen bases is another thing too that you don't think about. He only had thirteen stolen bases last year, but he's had years like in two thousand sixteen when he stole twenty one. So that's something you gotta think about as well. I don't think it's gonna be more than Machado, I think because people are now gonna be like, Okay, here's what Machado got. People he's turning down three hundred million dollar deal offers. I feel like teams at this stage, especially like the Sam Frans and the Chicago White Sox, would be like, you know what? Here's what we offer, and the more you wait, the more it's going to go down. So, yeah, I mean, people are playing baseball, so you almost got to you got to get out. People are practicing, so you got to sign and get out there. It's taking yeah. way too long, and free agency is just becoming a joke. Yeah, it really is. Um, and you still got players out there who haven't been signed. Um, Craig Kimbrell's, I know, a big one that people throw around. So, I mean, there's still a lot of, you know, Matt Weeders. I know he's old, but, yeah, you know, he's he's 33. He's still out there, you know, a, a, a good backup catcher role. Uh, Hanley Ramirez is still a free agent. He's 35. So, I was going to say he's old, too. Yeah, a little, a little old. Brandon Phillips, he's 38. He's still a free agent. <laughs> old. Uh, Jose Reyes, again, old. Danny Valencia is a little bit on the older side. But I mean, you still have these these good players that are that are still kind of. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office, more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Haven't been been signed. Marwin Gonzalez is 30. He's only 30. He hasn't been signed yet. Uh, Matt Holiday still floating around out there. Uh, Man. Matty Ice needs to come back to the Lou. Yeah. Adam Jones still a free agent. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's – Cargo, Carlos Gonzalez still a free well, agent. You know, with all these players, you're not going to get a big contract, and you just need to go find a place where you're going to finish out your career. And Yeah. Kind of just call it quits. Evan Gaddis, still free agent. Dallas Keuchel, that's a big one. I know Dallas, Dallas Keuchel is a big free agent. And Gio they, Gonzalez. The Padres are looking to add Keuchel. So. Really? That's what I heard. He's 31. Like I said, yeah, Gio Gonzalez still free agent as well. Um, Some solid pitchers left. Um, yeah. Giovanni Gallardo. So, I mean, it's just – I know everyone's freaking out because Adam Wainwright came out and said there might be a strike. I don't think there will be a strike. That's in the front, like MLB front office is feeling the pressure from that because they don't want to strike because then that's how they lose money. So uh, I definitely don't see Bryce Harper's deal being near what, what Machado's is though. I do. So we'll see how that pans out. It's got to be within the next week, I would imagine. I'm hoping by the time we record our next podcast that we have something else to talk about on that front because it'd be nice to follow up. But um, yeah, like 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 you said, I see Harper signing somewhere like the White Sox or or Sam Fran, um, like another team that's that has the potential to be good in the next three to four years. Um, mm-hmm. No one wants to get stuck with one of those pool host deals though, and I feel like that's why ownerships, that's why front offices have been so hesitant to make these pull the trigger on these deals because of what happened with the album Pujols situation, even though Machado and Harper are both in their, in their mid to late twenties and Pujols was almost, was I think 30 or 30, whatever he was when we signed that deal. Um, that they're, they're basically not trying to be an angels essentially. But either way, when you think about if, if these long-term deals are worth it for the franchise, I don't think so. No. Cause you're signing a 26 year old player to a 10 year deal so you probably get five, maybe six really good years out of them at such a high cost. So then those, those rest of those four years, you're paying this guy a lot of money to you know, be on a downward spiral when that money could be going elsewhere. And that's why I think they should front load the contracts because then you're paying him for his good years. And then when you do include that opt-out in the fifth or sixth year, whatever it is, they can look at it and be like, okay, well, I can opt out now. If I'm still playing decent baseball, I can opt out. Maybe sign a two-year deal with a great team, win a championship, and still make good money. You know, and if they don't, but if they don't do that and they include the opt-out, like, why the fuck would I leave? I'm making getting ready to make the most money I've ever made in my life these last couple of years. I'm not gonna leave now. So I just feel you gotta be smart with it. But again, I know players also have bargaining power as well. Um with that being said, that's the MLB. We'll see how it kind of plays out with Bryce Harper over the next week or so. We're going to move on to the NHL. There's a little over 20 games left before the playoffs. And while our St. Louis Blues are the hottest team in the league right now, yeah. the hottest team in the league, winning a franchise record 11 straight games with a fantastic beauty of a goal Tuesday night 
um, for Ryan O'Reilly in overtime. There are a little over 20 games left. So we want to talk about – we didn't really do like a preseason NHL thing because we don't know a lot about hockey, but now we're starting to watch some more. We're starting to learn. I mean, I, we, know, we know about the game. We're starting to pay attention. Now there's getting, getting out of crunch time. A little over 20 games left. Playoffs start in April, uh, mid-April. And we want to talk about who we see hoisting Lord Stanley at the end of at the end of the season in June. So Travis, who do you see winning the Stanley Cup this year out of all the teams that are out there? All right. So my team, and it's probably hard to shy away from the same team here, but I know really whoever wins the President's Cup almost never wins. Yep. But the Tampa Bay Lightning are insane. They are 46, 11, and four. 96 uh, points. 96 points. The next best team next best team in the NHL is 17 points away from them. Yeah, Calgary with 79. So, I mean, and it's not like they, like, were crazy hot and they're cooling off. I mean, they're playing consistent. They're on a seven-game win streak right now. Um, so, I mean, I think they have what it takes. Um, unless someone just gets super hot and stops them, I mean, they're the heavy favorites right now to win. Yeah, their goalie is an animal. Andre, I can't even say his last name, Vasilevsky, um, is a monster. They're second in the league in save percentage at ninety-one, at 91%, almost 92. Excuse me. Who's first? I saw they were second. I know. Who's first? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I had it pulled up. Um, first is save percentage. The Islanders, they're 92 and a half. Um, which is kind of weird because I don't even think they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're 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 winning their their division. Um, anyway, I also think Tampa Bay. You know, like I said, they're 17 points ahead of the next best team. But it, it makes me weary because, like you said, the per, the team that wins the Presidents Cup rarely ever wins the Stanley Cup. But they're first in goals per game. They're scoring almost four goals a game. The second best team behind them is Calgary. Um, they're fifth in goals against. 11th in shots, and I'm, I'm a big proponent. If any of you have ever watched hockey with me, if you put the fucking puck, I believe if you, if you put the fucking puck on the net, then you will win the game. Because if you put the puck on the net, great opportunities happen. So they're 11th in shots per game. They're 21st in shots per ge- shots against. So that means to me that that's, that's also kind of why they're so great in save percentage because they're also not facing a high volume of shots. But that could mean their defense is good. They're clearing the puck. They're keeping out of the zone. Um, you know, all the things that defense is supposed to do. But to face a team that is really, really good on the offensive end in the playoffs, and they're putting a lot of pressure on them, putting more shots against them, putting more shots on the net than what they're used to seeing, that could be the recipe to beat them. But I also think Tampa Bay is so good. Travis, I don't know if you like if you had another sleeper pick in your head, but I, I kind of have one if you, if you don't. I mean, you can go ahead and say who you had. Do you, do you have like, a, do you have like a, a team that you think besides Tampa Bay – that if you were to say, I think I think they have what it takes to 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 win the whole damn thing. Yes. Okay. You want me to go first? In yeah, go for it. Mine's San Jose. San uh, Jose. San Jose. The Sharks. They are third in the league in goals per game, twelfth in goals against. They are second, and this this was a big big reason why I picked them. They were second in shots per game. So they face a – I'm sorry. They put a lot of pucks on the net, which probably results in why they're third in goals per game. You see that kind of is a big correlation. You know, you're second in the league and putting shots on the net and you're third in the league in goals per game. 
kind of a correlation there. They're also second in shots against per game, um, but they're 30th in save percentage. So while they face a lower volume of shots against or a higher volume of shots, of, of shots against them, they also let up a lot of goals, which is the only reason why I feel like they're second to last in, 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 in save percentage, um, which isn't great. But I think everything else kind of spells the recipe of being able to make it to the Stanley Cup. And if it were San Jose and Tampa Bay in the, in the finals, I feel like San Jose has the offensive power to kind of put enough pucks on the net, put enough shots on the net to kind of overcome Tampa Bay's um, great save percentage so far. So that's my kind of sleeper, Would I would say, it would be San Jose. San Jose, where are they at right now? They're second in their division. Yep. With 78 points. Mine is going – my kind of just had this in the back of my mind. I don't really know – I mean, I know, like, my reasoning, but is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, they're third in their division right now, and they just have kind of like a good mix of veteran players and their young players. They have Austin Matthews, uh, Mitchell Marner. And Patrick Marlowe, they have some good guys on their team, as well as a good goalie, uh, Frederick Anderson. He's got a 92% save percentage. He is pretty good. and I mean, they're definitely not one of the best, like the best team in the league by any means. But if they can get hot and go on a streak in the playoffs, I think that they can uh, They have what it takes to, to be right there, especially because they're coming out of the same conference as the Lightning are in the same division. Yeah, it'd be interesting. The the they would have to face another tough team in the first round as of right now. If the playoffs were to start today, they would have, they would have to face Boston, um, which is would be a tough team in that in that uh, in that first round. But if they if they get past them, and that's another that's another thing. Like why I was weary to pick San Jose because San Jose would have to go up against Vegas, and I know Vegas isn't up to snuff with what they were last year. They're three and seven in their last ten. Um, but I mean, still they're a team that made it to the finals last year. So, uh, or made it to the Western conference finals. So, you know, um, it is what it is, but those are kind of, kind of our picks. We will revisit these when we'll talk about the entire NHL playoff breakdown. Whenever the brackets come out, I will say that knowing my luck, cause I, I, I looked it up last night cause uh, YP at Barstool is who, who's from St. Louis and as a big hockey guy, was talking about the Blues going to the Stanley Cup. And knowing my luck, I will literally be on my honeymoon in St. Lucia and on fucking island almost in South America when the Stanley Cup's going on. So knowing my luck, the Blues will make it this year, and I'll be nowhere near St. Louis to even enjoy it. That sucks for you, but we won't make it, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, we'll see, man. We'll see. I don't know. We are only six points behind Nashville with three games in hand, so... For the for for second place, seven points behind Winnipeg for first in the division with the same amount of games played. But we'll see. Eleven in a row, can't count it out. But those are our picks. We both think Tampa Bay is a team to beat, obviously because they are leaps and bounds better than everyone else in the entire league. But our backup picks are sleepers per se right now. Minus San Jose, Travis's is the Maple Leafs. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, and that is our hockey talk. We're going to move on to our next topic. The Oscars are this Sunday and we're not going to do a full fledged breakdown of these. Like we did the Grammys, but there's some things out there because I feel like a lot of these are heavy favorites, right? Yes. Very heavy. Yeah. So like best original song shallow from 
Stars Born is minus three thousand. The next one, the second favorite was like plus like two hundred. So obviously that is that is a big plus seven fifty. Plus seven fifty. So it's not yeah, like that's not even close. And then you have like best animated feature, um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse is like minus fifteen hundred. I think the next best odds were Incredibles two, like plus what was it? Plus plus nine hundred for Incredibles two next to so obviously Spider Man's gonna win that one. You also have best supporting actor is uh Marshala Ali. I probably butchered that name, but he's uh, in the green book. He's minus fourteen hundred, so he's a big, big, big heavy favorite in there. The next best one is Richard Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me at plus seven hundred. So, you know, those are kind of no brainers. But some other ones that are, might be interesting to talk about is I think is best supporting actress. Um, the favorite is Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk at minus two eighty. I think Amy Adams for Vice at plus three hundred is 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 a good one to look at. Um, I think I only saw one of the movies that are featured in the Oscars or Academy Awards, um, and that was A Quiet Place. Which one's that nominated for? Oh, best sound editing. I see that. Yeah, best sound editing. Yeah, and that's another thing about the Oscars. They have a lot of the categories that no one would give a shit about. But just to throw my two cents in, I think Amy Adams at plus 300 is a good one for Best Supporting Actress. I also think Olivia Coleman for Best Actress for The Favorite um, at plus 300 is also a good one to kind of look at um, because she won it at, I think, the Golden Globes for that. So she won that category in Golden Globes. But who knows? Um, all I know is that Bohemian Rhapsody, Rami Malek, if he doesn't win Best Actor, I will riot because he killed that fucking role as Freddie Mercury. What are those odds at? Remy Malik is the favorite at minus 400. Minus 400, that's it? Yeah, so he's not like a heavy, heavy favorite. Who's uh, next? Christian Bale for Vice. He plays Dick Cheney in Vice uh, at plus 250. And then Bradley Cooper's at plus 1400 for A Star is Born. And then you have two I mean, guys who aren't going to win at plus if I would, If you really just have like a few hundred dollars to blow, I would throw a hundred dollars on some of these heavy favorites. And I mean, you're coming home with some money. Cause yeah, especially for the best original song, uh, shallow stars born minus 3000 minus a hundred bucks on that. You're going to win 30 bucks, $3. Yeah. No, $3. You're $3. Yeah. $3. 330, 330 to be exact, to be exact. So that's a big of a heavy favorite. If you're looking at one, I think you you can throw a big, a big buck down. Be Randy Malik. Still so, hundred down. You're going 20. Five, five, yeah, still. So, not, not, not great gambling like, like yeah. the Grammys. But you know, if if you if you had to pick a couple dark horses, you want to throw a little bit of money down. I'll look at Amy Adams for best supporting actress and Olivia Coleman for the for best actress for the favorite. Those are two I think that could, who aren't the favorites that could win for just from my knowledge about the movies. But those are that that's Grammys talk. Um, yeah, it's not all we got. Yeah, we didn't want to go dive too into that because one, we haven't really watched all these movies with the with the uh, sorry for with the Grammys. We actually listened to the musics. Wow, the musics. We listened to the musics. Jesus, I what? haven't had anything to eat today, and I've been drinking a lot of uh, well, a lot of beer since about six o'clock. Um, that's gonna do it for our episode. You know, this one I think it was a lot shorter, and you know, we can probably expect that going forward with some of these ones. 
we have some exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, next week, we will talk about probably one of the best UFC cards I think has ever been ever in the history of the UFC on yeah. March 2nd for UFC, UFC 235. We'll talk about all that, break that down, probably do a big UFC episode. And then the week after that, we have a big special announcement, and I'll let Travis kind of, kind of uh, roll that one out. Yeah, so um, in a couple of weeks, the first week of March, our podcast, that episode, we are going to have a big special guest. Um, he is a big guy on Twitter. He runs an AF um, Twitter account, so he we are going to have him on. He We've been chatting back and forth. Uh, great guy from, I believe, Milwaukee. And um, yeah, so he we're gonna have him on have a big AF episode since it's right around middle of the season for them come that time. Um, so it should be should be pretty fun to have a uh, a big guest on that we aren't personal friends with. So yeah, met him met him through Twitter. So pretty awesome. We're gonna have him talk on about the American Alliance of Football. Like I said, next week big UFC episode. Maybe other <clears throat> things here and there. Um, and then after that, you know, you really got to start thinking about March Madness, the draft, pre, uh, you know, pre preseason MLB episodes. So um, a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming up. We appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week when we talk about some dudes punch each other in the face. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, we have the link um, on our Twitter account. It's pinned for those shirt orders. Um, hit us up there if you're interested. Hit us up if you. Uh, you might want to have more questions about them, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're coming before we get Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.